This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Senator John Cornyn, bottom of this hour, he's a senator for the great state of Texas. We're going to talk about the hearings for Katanji Brown-Jackson. She is the nominee from Joe Biden. Uh, chose because she's black and female. He said so. And then I guess whatever else she's done is okay, too. Um, but she's been uh, under some pretty harsh questioning. I guess ABC News says that she was unflappable. That's not true. She was flapped. Um, you got the Washington Post saying that she somehow was treated worse than, than Kavanaugh was. That's ridiculous, to be honest with you. But um, I did a PAGS parody about it, about something that she said to Marshall Blackburn the other day. We'll get to that in a moment. I was going to talk about TikTok. Oh, yes, I was, I was banned from TikTok today. We'll get into it. Now, before you, you drop your TikTok, if you decided to go there to follow me, um, don't, because there is a conclusion to the story. But uh, just ridiculous what they're, what they're doing with these social media sites. And not just TikTok. Twitter is banning people like Tucker Carlson and Charlie Kirk and, and the Babylon Bee. It just doesn't make any sense. And there are some of you out there still saying, oh, it's a private website, a private company. They do anything they want. Not really. I'll be honest with you. Not really on a Thursday. Feeling all right. Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got How's it going, Carrie? It's going okay. Good to see you. Good to have you. Every night I have Polo making it happen. Sam getting it done. Imprisoned by the way. Hey, it could have been. Yui Lewis. Left here Nepal, are the news involved in this too? It's just Yui Lewis. So the news didn't do this, did they? I think it's just Huey, I think. It's from the, the movie Duet. Let's go. Come on. I'm not feeling too good myself. Harmonize. Yes, sir. Feeling alright. I'm not feeling too good myself. I couldn't hear you. What happened? I said, where is my picture? Would you say picture? Great Harmony? Where is my picture? I thought you said Great Harmony. No, I thought you were supporting your, your teammate here. No. I thought you were supporting your coworker. <laughs> I wasn't, actually. Paul, is it the news or not? I don't know. I thought you were looking it up. What are you doing? <laughs> no. Okay. You said, I don't know, that you normally get right on the computer. You're like, let me look it up. Okay, I don't know. Hold on. I think it's just you. I mean, uh, Paul, normally if it's pop culture, Paul is like, I'm on it. If it's like, hey, Paul, what do you think of that issue? Uh, sure. So, I mean, I thought yeah. this one you'd be all excited about. I don't know. So it says Huey Lewis. So I guess the news though didn't get the didn't get the call. Bad uh, news I guess the news. they were not a part of that news. Yeah. Ah, see what he did. Yeah. So uh, so Carrie, uh, listen. Any any time I speak, sing, exist, you have to look at the Bon Jovi picture now just to get through I'm it. I'm thinking I may, I may have to have that up at all times, all three hours, hmm. five days a week. 
We may have less time for you on the show. I don't know. Let me, um, <laughs> it's like okay. it. I didn't okay. need that. Come on. Oh, yeah, it is uh, a Thursday. We'll have John Corn and bottom of the hour about those Katanji uh, Brown Jackson hearings. I did do a, a pack. Now, listen, I did not go into today thinking I would do a PAGS parody. Somebody actually wrote to me and they said, uh, why not do more than a woman by the Bee Gees? Mm. You know, uh, define a woman, something like that. But mm-hmm. they're well, so freaking hard. Yeah. I mean, it just—it would have been horrible. Mm, it would have yeah, been very for hard for at least me. Two minutes. Yeah. What's that? Hard for all. I couldn't of us. hear you. You're yeah. supporting me doing something with the the woman definition. Sure. Good. Thanks. Um, but I wasn't going to do. I had no plan to do that. And then I I got busy with interviews in the afternoon. And then we had some other stuff going on, some client calls and whatever. And somehow, I sneaked in some time. Because, you know, I care because the people want it. The people right. need it. And this was even after you bought it. your ceiling fans. You still had time. Ceiling, I got I to gotta, I gotta talk to the fans. Yeah. Oh, I bought ceiling right. fans. I had to talk to the fans. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now, somebody in the chat room said it was nice to meet you at Home Depot. I don't think. I'm not buying that, that you're the guy. Maybe it is. I don't know. Why would he You think that's the same that? guy? Well, probably. I mean, obviously, I guess he watches the show so he knows what you look like. Yeah. I don't know, because I think because people sometimes will do that. They'll they'll pretend they're the person you just talked about. Hmm, who would do that? No. That's probably the same guy. Okay. Probably. I mean the name is nowhere near what the guy's name was. Today. I'm sure if I go to Shmom Shmeepo tomorrow, I'll, you know, get at least <laughs> five people who right. say, Hey, Carrie roll Lockie. some videotape. I want you to do that. Roll <laughs> yeah. some videotape. Yeah, I'm sure that's we should happen. we should go to Shmom Shmeepo yeah, together sometime and just oh, freak everybody goodness. out. Oh yeah, we'd have a crowd, wouldn't we? Yeah. Exactly right. All right. So I wasn't planning on doing a PAGS parody, but the whole I can't define or give a definition for a woman. Or what is a woman? Um, that that was way too rich, way too available for me to go after. So here's the Pags parody. Here's the picture. What's a woman? Let's go. Oh yeah, I went there. I'm there. Bring it. What's a woman? Why are you asking me? What's a woman? Hey, that's biology. What's a woman? I don't believe you'd ask me about that. I was appointed cause I'm black. Mercy. Oh, it's true. It's what Biden said. But clearly you can define what's a woman, can't you? What's a woman? I can't really answer. What's a woman? Could be Miss or Mr. What's a woman? Why are you asking with a clenched fist? I'm not a biologist. Wow. She's not a biologist, Carrie. Yeah, got it. Look at the picture. I'm looking. What's a woman? Let me think. What's a woman? My chances will sink. What's a woman? I can't answer you. What's a woman, why'd you ask? What's a woman, don't be crass. What's a woman, if I answer, I lose. Cause I need to kiss the left's ass. Bring it. Back off me, Blackburn. You'll block my back. 
What's a woman? Come on. Can't we just move on? What's a woman? Could be Sharon or Tom. What's a woman? I'm here to get this job, you see. You'll get no answer from me. You see, a chick can be a he or she. That's how we do. What's a woman? A PAGS parody. You get in, you get out, you get done. I got an email in the meantime, Carrie. Guy wants to know when I'm going to put out the CD. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're and never going to really I, do I, that, though, right? Anytime I ask Polo what he thinks of, he's, well, it doesn't matter what I think because they still want you to put out a CD. Like <laughs> every single time. <laughs> well, so what? They like the show. There's nothing wrong with that. You guys are all part of the show. It's actually a good thing. Um, yes. no, I'm not going to put out a CD because I've explained this before. Ooh. I probably could get away with it. Maybe what? I was saying, I think I said woo. I Why made would a you noise. say woo to that? Um, you know, let me say this. If I put uh, out a CD, you don't have to buy it. Okay. Okay. It's not forced um, upon you. Okay. Yes. I would not buy a CD full of your parodies, but I would support you um, if that's what you wanted to do. Let me ask you something. In the, in the 15 the years we've done this, who do you think has supported whom more? You supporting me or me supporting <laughs> you? I'll shut up. You just let me know. <laughs> I'd rather not answer ah, that question. Oh, oh come on. okay. Just You're taking you the Fifth Amendment, most huh? Most of the time. Sparky, partner. Most Way of the to time, go. I'm just joshing with you, okay? <laughs> most of the time, most except the for the time. past three years. Just kidding. All right, so um, again, I can't do the CD because it's not my original music. They're my original words, and I'm doing satire and parody, which is allowed, but uh, I don't want to try to profit off of somebody else's original sound, the music. Um, so I wouldn't try to do that. But I do enjoy bringing them to the program. Hopefully that's understandable. Now, people say, well, Weird Al does it. Well, I think that Weird Al actually goes and gets permission from the artist to do a parody of their song. Like he had to go to Michael Jackson to make bad into fat. Um, so, I mean, that, that's a whole different realm, to be honest. But I'm glad you guys enjoy it. If you did like it, you can go to Twitter, at Joe Talk Show, at Joe Talk Show. Go to Getter, at Joe Talk Show, at Joe Talk Show. You can go on, uh, you send me an email, just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact, that'll send an email right to me. No, somebody keeps thinking that my secretary's answering. Don't, don't have one. Hmm. Yeah, don't, don't have a secretary. Um, some people think it's you answering. Uh, Carrie, if you can just get this to Joe. No, I, I am Joe. This comes to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want you to get my email because it's all about, oh, we love you, Pags. Oh, uh, Pags, you rock. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want face. that email either. Well, Carrie's what? a what? Stank face during my oh. parody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even if I'm like, I had to tell you to look at the picture during that one. I know. Yeah, I'm still From now on, I'm just going to do this. i got the songs on, I'm songs on. Carrie, you're on camera. Songs on, songs on. Yeah, you're off camera now. Then you can make the face again. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, listen, I'm glad that you guys enjoy them. You go and contact the website. Go and contact on your favorite social media. Talking about social media, I'm going to get into the TikTok debacle from uh, from today uh, in just a bit. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, John Cornyn at the bottom of the hour. Stay right here. Hey, great to have you. Thanks all for stopping by. Tons going on. Lots to get to. John Cornyn, bottom of the hour, U.S. Senator, great state of Texas. 
He's on the committee, the Judiciary Committee, that's questioning Ketanji Brown-Jackson. I guess the questioning is over, and uh, they'll be making some decisions tonight. There isn't one Republican that should vote for her um, for her approval and uh, or her confirmation, and probably there should be two, three, five Democrats who say no. They won't. They're all scared, and she probably will be on the court. It doesn't make any sense. I don't want to hear about his, how historic it was. I mean, I'm fine with history being made. I'm fine with a black woman being on the court. But you've got to get somebody who actually believes in the Constitution, somebody who hasn't sentenced pedophiles to such low sentences, and so on. I get into that with Corn with Cornyn at the bottom. Getting a lot of email on the parody. You guys are all very nice. Appreciate you doing that. Uh, make sure you stop by JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Um, by the way, for those who are writing in, uh, you know, if you had somebody adjust this and adjust that, it would sound even better. Like one guy was very complimentary. He wants me to adjust the meter. On the side, I, honestly, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the business. I'm a musician. I don't know what meter means, um, other than uh, if he's suggesting that it's not by meter. I think of the the actual tempo, but the tempo is fixed. I mean, I don't do the background music, so the tempo is fixed. I'm not really sure what he means. So he'll write back. I wrote him and I said, "What do you mean by meter?" And then I'll take it under advisement. But Carrie, I literally, I, I have 20 minutes in the day to maybe do one of these. Mm-hmm. And I knocked it out today. This is a quick one. Just mm-hmm. a little bit of harmony through the song. And I knew, uh, I knew the actual lead line of the song. I did look at Billy Joel's Always a Woman, um, but that one didn't make sense to me. It just, it just the, whole, the whole tempo of that one, it's like in 6, 8, or 3, 4, or something. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a very different kind of song. Plus, it's long. It's really long. It's sort of a beginning, middle, and end. Well, we don't this one want I can a get out early. Parody. What's exactly. That? Short and you sweet. Give, do, do another one tomorrow? Do it long? You said? No, hear. I said we don't want a long parody. Oh, you I'll, you say, I'll, do, in, I'll, I'll do a long one tomorrow. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. No, that, again, that's not what I said. So, Short. what I do is I'll, I'll wake up in the morning. Good inside baseball. Wake up in the morning, shower. You're welcome. Good. And then what? Yeah, and then I, um, I, I, I go down and, and start looking into what's happening on television, what's happening on the social media, and I'll jump on the TikTok if there's some issue that I want to do a quick video on. And again, TikTok I'm using as a tool because I'm growing it very quickly. I'm getting a lot of virality on the videos, but once you post a video there, I can then put the post on Twitter, on Getter, on Parler, on Truth, on Instagram, whatever I want to do, and it's just one time I have to do a bunch of different videos, right? So it's actually very simple for me. And you go, why, why are you on there? It's CCP. It's uh, Tricom controlled. Uh, again, I know that, and I knew that going in. And um, you know, Facebook today demonetized me. I didn't do anything on Facebook wrong. They've demonetized me. You know what I was making every month on Facebook, Carrie? Mm. I don't talk about finances much, but I'll tell you what I was making on. Probably yeah, take a guess. nothing. Hmm? No, it was more than nothing. Or next to little. I mean, what were you making on there? Last month, I got a, an email from Facebook, good news, you've been paid by Facebook, here's your invoice, 56 cents. Woo-wee, what are you going to do with that? Can't even buy a stick of gum. So no. um, demonetized on Facebook after they already red flagged my account because I dared have Mike Lindell on my program and then I posted it on Facebook. And that was like almost a year ago now. So that Facebook just going down. But again, um, TikTok, so I knew going in that Facebook, an American company, treats me like crap. Twitter, an American company, treats me like crap. So I had no problem with the Chinese company treating me like crap. Okay, I get it. It's going to happen. So I go to get on the TikTok, and, and it says, user not found. Well, that's interesting. And sometimes it says that you just have to refresh the page. And I generally use the, the web uh, user interface. I'll make the videos on my phone, but then I use the web interface to update and, and so on and so forth. So I, I clicked it again. It said, user not found. Huh, that's weird. One more time, user not found. Uh, hmm. It's weird. Why wouldn't there be a user found? So I took out my cell phone and I dialed up the TikTok. 
your account has been banned permanently from TikTok for a violation of community guidelines. Again, I expect that from Twitter. I expect that from the good old American companies to treat me like crap. But I thought the Chinese government wanted to make us look bad or something, and I'm posting stuff that is commentary on our government, generally. So why would they have a problem with me? And yes, I know that they're collecting my data and so on. But the same video that I put on Instagram, that, that I put on TikTok, I put on Instagram. I put it on Getter. I put it on Parler. I put it on, on Twitter. None of those sites had a problem with the video. And all the videos are on all those platforms. Only TikTok has taken videos down and then put them back up after I appeal. So they literally took my account and banned it. A blanket ban for community guidelines violation. So I can click here to appeal. And I appealed. And I said, what are you talking about? I don't say anything on TikTok that I won't say on the radio. And the FCC isn't banning me. Um, I don't say anything on TikTok that I don't say on every other uh, website that I'm verified on. I'm verified on every other website. So what exactly are you talking about? Restore my account. You've clearly made a mistake. And then it says, hey, put, put, in, uh, put in your email address and we'll let you we'll notify you by email because I can't notify you on TikTok. I'm banned, right? Mm-hmm. I get an email like less than an hour later. Oh, our mistake. Sorry for the trouble. Okay. And I'm just back on. So I go to it, and I don't have the, the name isn't Joe Pags anymore. It's just user and then some big long number. And my people are still there, the followers and so on. There's no profile picture. And instead of it saying Joe Pags, uh, syndicated radio host, whatever, whatever, the profile's gone. It's just empty bio. And, it, and my name is TikToker. <laughs> what the mm-hmm. hell is that? I'm TikToker. <laughs> TikToker, okay. TikToker on the TikToks. Hmm. So, I mean, here's the game that's being played. And again, I'm able to share these experiences that I'm having on social media to let those of you out there who are being banned and, and treated like garbage in social media know that it's not just you. It's happening to a lot of people. Tucker Carlson had his, his uh, Twitter suspended because he just took two screenshots of something Charlie Kirk said and something Babylon B said, and he said both of these are exactly true. That's it. He was suspended. He couldn't do anything. I guess they had to take the, the, the tweet down. The Babylon B, a satire site, has been suspended from Twitter until they delete the tweet. The boss there, Seth, Dylan, says he's not deleting the tweet. So that might not ever come back on Twitter. Charlie Kirk was taken down because he said something about a a man swimming against the women. It seems like they think they've got the moral high ground and they're able to now punish people in relation to the transgender stuff. And that's very weird to me. I, I'm not really sure I understand why this is the one they think that they can die on. Now, they were banning people and doing anything else when it came to Hunter Biden's laptop as well, but that was for political reasons. We all know that now, and everybody's admitted that it's a real laptop, of course. But this one, they're like in high gear. They know they've got the administration. They know they've got all of Congress, and they know that nobody's going to try to stop them. But I really find it strange that TikTok, as it tries to gain popularity in this country, if it was started called ByteDance or something over in, in China, um, and, and they want to get the, the market share from Twitter and Facebook and others, why would they be so dumb as to do this? Because their hope is this, and it's very simple, Carrie. If, if I ban Carrie Lockie and she doesn't complain, I never have to put her back on. Mm-hmm. I right. complained and I appealed. They had to put me back on. That's the game they're playing, though. So if you get banned, you get censored, you get squelched, always argue. Fight the good fight. At least in this instance, I was able to appeal. Twitter doesn't let you appeal anything. Facebook doesn't let you appeal anything. 
So I'm back on TikTok. It's at Joe Pags, at J-O-E-P-A-G-S. I got my name back, got my face back, got my, I filled the bio out again. I've got all the followers again. And the first video I did was complaining about TikTok, and it's already done like 30,000 views. So that's good. <laughs> but I mean, it just, it's just so annoying to know how much power they have and that we basically let them have that power. Don't back down. Always go at them. Keep it here. Coming back with John Cornyn. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have back the senior senator from the great state of Texas. It's uh, my senator, Senator John Cornyn. How are you, John? Good to say, good, good, good to talk to you. It's great to be with you again, Joe. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I just got done watching the video of you questioning the judge who is up for the uh, the, the appointment to the Supreme Court, Katanji Brown Jackson. And it was very interesting. You, you took a different tactic than we've seen from others. And I want to get into sort of all the questions that we've seen and the questions that she's avoided. But you seem to focus on precedent in the Supreme Court. And, and it was very good. I mean, you know this or else you would have done it. But it was very good, in my opinion, watching it to see how you compared Heller to Roe v. Wade. Now, for those who are watching and listening, Roe v. Wade is the abortion decision in 1973. Heller is the Second Amendment decision that was made much more recently that said, yes, of course, we do have the, the individual right to keep and bear arms. And, and John, if I, if I heard and, and saw what you were doing correctly, I, I get the feeling that you think that uh, she sees Roe v. Wade as untouchable, whereas Heller might be touchable. Did, did I read you right? Yeah, you, I was very interested in hearing from the judge because, of course, the Second Amendment is ex- an express guarantee of the individual right to keep and bear arms. It right. was upheld in the Heller case. Uh, Roe versus Wade, uh, she agreed that abortion was not mentioned in the Constitution. And uh, then we had an interesting discussion. I suggested that maybe we would nerd out together a little bit, as <laughs> me as a recovering lawyer, recovering judge, and her as a current judge, over how judge-made law comes about and where the source of that authority comes from. Because my, my belief is, Joe, that uh, the Supreme Court and many courts basically make up new rights that aren't found in the Constitution or laws and right. basically become policymakers that are unelectable. And uh, we, can't, uh, we can't vote them out of office and we can't uh, change the policies that they promulgate from the bench under the guise of being judges. On a side note, by the way, it is Senator John Cornyn, former Judge John Cornyn. He's my senator here in the great state of Texas. On a side note, what is the the mechanism in place, John, if any, to get rid of a Supreme Court justice if there's something wrong? Is it in, is it impeachment like with a president? How would you take somebody out of a job that that uh, the appointment is lifelong? Well, Im- impeachment is the only mechanism under our Constitution. Otherwise, they serve for life. Uh, that's why it's so important that we have a, a thorough vetting process. Uh, unfortunately, Joe, I think what we saw is, is Judge Jackson, like uh, some other nominees, has been so heavily coached that she wouldn't even define what a woman was. Right. Uh, said she's not a biologist. She wouldn't venture an opinion. Uh, just crazy stuff like that that just makes no sense at all, other than she's just been told, don't answer these questions because uh, as long as you remain non-controversial or don't express any firm opinion on some of these things, uh, you're good to go. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the way the system is supposed to work. 
Well, well, and a lot of people are watching this. This was very similar to Rachel Levine being uh, being questioned by Rand Paul, who was asking about you know teaching children or or transitioning children uh, before the age of eighteen, before puberty even happens, and Levine wouldn't answer at all. So uh, to, to me, her non-answer I think was a big fat answer. It's Senator John Cornyn. So as you're questioning her about Roe v. Wade, John, I'm guessing like like me, you disagree with the decision that the, that the Supreme Court made in 1973. They made it about privacy. They pretend it was privacy and you have the right to your private medical um, ability to do health and medical decisions without the intervening of the government. But at the end of the day, it really does rule that a woman can terminate a pregnancy and there's nothing about abortion in the Constitution, as you said. Um, When it comes to that, I mean, obviously this case is going to be coming before the Supreme Court and she may very well be sitting on the Supreme Court and she might have a big say in not overturning something that should be up to the states because it's not enumerated in the Constitution. That's where you were getting, right? Well, that's an important point, Joe, is that... um if, if the Supreme Court were to uh, overrule Roe versus Wade, um, that would not be the end of legal abortion in America. It right. would be decided in the individual states. Just like the right to marry, uh, I asked her about the Obergefell case, which, as you know, said that same-sex marriage is a, uh, is a constitutional right that can't be um, contradicted by any laws at the state level. Ironically, at the time, 11 states had already validated same-sex marriage, as well as the District of Columbia. 35 states had voted on the definition of marriage, and 32 had voted to maintain the traditional definition of uh, marriage between a, a one man and one woman. Right. And so, basically, I wasn't so much arguing about you know the ultimate result as I was to try to make the point that these are examples of judges not staying in their lane, not calling balls and strikes making policies that have a dramatic uh, and fundamental impact on on America and on our culture and on our society. He's on the committee that will make a decision about Katanji Jackson Brown, Katanji Brown Jackson. I say that backward, John, because you got the Jackson Brown as the singer. I've done that on the air so many times. Um, uh, So you're on that committee and, and you're asking great questions. But let me geek out for a second here. John, did the 14th Amendment undo the 10th Amendment? And by that, I mean people have been using the 14th Amendment, like with gay marriage, to say you, you have to have equal justice under the law, which somehow nullifies states having the right to make their own laws, having their own constitutions. That's been argued, and they've actually won over and over. So, in fact, does the 14th Amendment do away with the 10th? No, um, I, I don't believe it does. Um, and... You know, we heard again today that the federal constitution is different because it's it's a limited powers under the constitution. It's right. those powers not under the Tenth Amendment, as you know, not delegated to the federal government or reserved to the states and we as people. Um, I think uh, the judicial activists on the Supreme Court have gotten that uh, upside down yes. and suggested that the power and the legitimacy of the government comes from them and government institutions. That's why I asked Judge Jackson today about the uh, about the Declaration of Independence, which makes explicit that um, the the power uh, that government has is derived from the consent of the governed. That's the source of legitimacy. That's the source of power. And I think, unfortunately, uh, some folks in the federal judiciary, uh, perhaps including Judge Jackson, have it exactly uh, the opposite.
It's uh, Senator John Cornyn. He's on the committee that's questioning Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. Um, she's got a real problem when it comes to light sentences for those who have done horrible things. She's got a real problem when it comes to her, her advocacy for, uh, for abortion. I mean, she's, she's been extremely in support. She's, she's radically pro-abortion. So your questions today made a lot of sense. I'm guessing she's also anti-Second Amendment. That's also why you went there. But let's talk about this whole pedophile thing and, and, and child porn. And because we're in the age of computers, she doesn't want people to, to get harsh sentences. In fact, Cruz tried to get her to answer why she gave half the recommended sentence to, to, to one guy, Stewart. Um, who, who had done heinous, horrible things. In fact, this guy tried to cross state lines to go and meet up with a nine-year-old to have sex or something. So uh, she gives him a very, very lenient sentence, but yet refuses to give a, an understandable, comprehend, uh, comprehensible answer to why she did it. Her answer seems to be, if you're clicking around on the computer for 15 minutes, you shouldn't face 50 years in prison. Well, if I think for 10 minutes that I might kill a guy, then I do. I should probably go to prison for life or be killed. So uh, did you get her her justification at all for that? No, I did not. I, you know, she, she early on in her career, she was a, a public defender, which is a, an honorable uh, way to practice your profession. But I think her orientation was more toward the, toward the, the, the person accused than it is the innocent victim, right. which I think is part of the her worldview. But a uh, part of the, difficulty we had, Joe, is that we did not have a complete record of all of these uh, cases. We had we had a, 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 some of it, and uh, you heard Senator Cruz, Senator Hawley, Senator Cotton, and others yeah. question her extensively about it. But it's hard to understand when the prosecutor asks for 97 months of uh, incarceration and the judge uh, gives three months to somebody who then recidivates and is back in uh, custody uh, you know, in the, in the near future is, it just seems to me that, uh, this is, this is a bl- another blind spot, uh, that she has. And, uh, obviously these are heinous crimes. People who, who uh, indulge in child pornography are likely to be predators as well and to commit other uh, sex offenses. So this is not a victimless crime and should be treated uh, seriously. It's Senator John Cornyn. Go and follow him on all the social media. And he actually answers himself. I was surprised one day, John. You and I were back and forth on Twitter. I was like, hey, this is really you? Um, it was very cool. So go and follow him everywhere. He's doing a great job in the United States Senate. When it comes to, to that issue, where not only was her explanation lame, in my opinion, um, also she seemed to have no regret over it, which was very odd to me. John, should that disqualify her, you think? Well, yeah, she, she basically was irritated at uh, some of the questions she kept. She said, I've answered the question, you know, can you move on? Yeah. Uh, you know, I get it. she was uh, there answering questions for two full days, and I'm sure she was exhausted uh, as part of that process. It's really an ordeal. But, uh, you know, the president has the authority to nominate whoever he wants. But in the same Constitution, it gives us the responsibility to provide what's called advice and consent. And so it's important that we do our job, and that entails us asking hard questions and the nominee answering those questions. It's Senator John Cornyn. After the first day, Mitt Romney came out and said, oh, the Republicans are being too hard on her. So I'm guessing he might be a vote for her, which is, which is crazy. Um, uh, do you think there's any chance, John, of picking off a, a mansion or a cinema or somebody to vote along with you guys and maybe stop this nomination? She's way too radical. She's somebody who does believe in legislating from the bench. She's way too light on pedophiles. I mean, this is somebody, in my opinion, shouldn't be on the court can you stop her or is this a done deal 
Well, I think it's going to be an uphill battle. Okay. Um, the you know Democrats keep talking about this being a historic nomination, the first African American woman on the Supreme Court. What they uh, what they fail to mention is they filibustered uh, a woman who would have been likely the first African American Supreme Court justice, uh, Janice Rogers Brown, right, and the first one of the first Hispanics on the court, Miguel Estrada. Uh, they have a very short-term memory, and they were very, uh, you know, ginned up about the historic nature of this uh, nomination. And uh, frankly, I think you know we ought to be looking at uh, how somebody performs uh, the job, their, their the merit or lack of merit of the nomination, as well as as opposed to who checks what boxes. Why are we not making more out of the fact that Joe Biden did something completely un-American by saying it'll be a black woman? I mean, if, if Joe Biden said it's going to be a white Christian man, people would have freaked out. But we're just supposed to accept the fact that, that he, honestly, he, he said it in the campaign trail. He said it once the, the opening you know, showed up for Breyer. And nobody seems to be making a huge stink out of it. Isn't this the, the antithesis of EEOC? Isn't this the antithesis of a, equal opportunity for everybody? Even if you wanted to nominate a black woman, John, he, couldn't, he could have done it and not said that's why he's doing it. Because that actually is an insult to her, isn't it? You're, you're here because well, you're a black I, woman, and I, then we'll, we'll consider your qualifications later. That's weird. I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think he didn't do the judge any favors because it looks like he uh, had a very limited pool of right. people that he was considering. If he had just said, I'm going to nominate the best person and happens to pick uh, just Judge Jackson, uh, I think uh, that would have been, I think, a fairer way to d- approach this. But, you know, unfortunately, our Democratic friends – seem to be all about identities yes. and uh, quotas. And, uh, you know, there's a case, one good answer she gave is that in the case uh, that's been filed in the Supreme Court against Harvard for discriminating against Asian students as part of their affirmative action program, she acknowledged that as a member of their board of visitors, I think they call it, overseers, uh, she would have to recuse from and could not participate in that case. But yeah, I think this whole idea of uh, of identity politics and quotas and checking boxes, it's it's basically not you know the, the American way. We appreciate the time and the access to Senator John Cornyn. John, one last question, if you don't mind. Um, the Washington Post today came out with an article. Did you see this? That Ketanji uh, Brown Jackson has been treated w- worse than Brett Kavanaugh was. Your thoughts? Well, that's uh, that's uh, demonstrably false. <laughs> it's just uh, stupid. Anybody who has any uh, any doubt about that can go back and look at see the false allegations that were run up uh, for uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, people that should been should have been prosecuted for perjury, and right. I still don't know the reason why that didn't happen. But he was handled, He was treated worse than any nominee in history. Uh, even including perhaps Clarence Thomas when he was nominated for the Supreme Court. But our our Democratic friends have allies in the mainstream media right. that uh, that uh, have short term memories or unwilling to uh, provide these stories in context, and uh, they go along with the talking points and what basically amounts to propaganda. So uh, Judge Kavanaugh most recently was treated much much worse, and I thought that uh, by and large the questioning of Judge uh, Jackson was was tough. It was thorough. It was probing. But, you know, frankly, that's our job.
Oh, it is, and I think that you guys did not uh, cross the line at all. With Brett Kavanaugh, it was ridiculous what we saw, and basically ruined the guy's life outside of the court. It's Senator uh, John Cornyn. John, last question on that. I uh, just one quick question on this, and I'll let you go. I know that you're busy. Thanks for making time for me. But President Biden goes over to to Europe. Um, yet it still hasn't vid- uh, visited the border. And as you know, Kamala Harris never went to the border either. She went nine, nine miles away in El Paso. She never went to the actual border. Certainly didn't go to Donna, Texas. Didn't go to the Rio Grande Valley. So this administration is is completely blinded um, or is trying to blind us about what's happening on the border and in the great state of Texas, along with the others, but ours is the biggest border. We're suffering big time with everybody just the influx of what, 180,000 just last month or something coming across the border illegally. They're ignoring our own sovereignty while they're fighting to help save Ukraine. Your thoughts? Well, I don't think they care, Joe, and they haven't been had to pay any political price for their, their neglect. Right. And uh, unfortunately, they're making it worse because they're sending the message that if you make it to the border, from anywhere in the world, you'll be able to be admitted to the United States and given a slip of paper, show up for a future court hearing. And lo and behold, when they don't show up, uh, they don't do anything about it. So this is a, this is, this is a monumental scandal. It's shocking to me, but explains a lot of the president's bad poll numbers. Yeah. And frankly, Kamala Harris as her, the borders are, has been uh, missing in action. But, uh, I think, this is a matter for the voters in the midterm elections, and I think it's going to be a there's going to be a big shock to their system when they find out how how people really feel about it, including Hispanics who live there along the border who've been uh, overrun by the volume of, of people coming across. I, I certainly pray you're right for November coming up. John, don't be a stranger. Come back often. It's John Cornyn. He's a U.S. senator, great state of Texas. I appreciate you, Senator. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Good to be with you. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pack Show. Great to have you. Appreciate having John Corner on, U.S. Senator, great state of Texas. He's on that committee. Good questions for Katanji Brown-Jackson. I hope she doesn't get confirmed, but she probably will, to be honest with you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I don't have a whole lot of time here, so I, I want to break something. Carrie, maybe 30 seconds on this Disney uh, woman. I guess Twitter wants her canceled because she dared say something out of line or something. From the blaze, a Disney ABC actress and former athletes being targeted online for cancellation after she questioned whether it was right to allow transgender athletes to compete against girls and women. Natasha Ward, an actress on Station 19, posted her opposition to transgender athletes in a post on her private Instagram page. We need to have this conversation. Supporting trans freedom does not mean it's okay to violate the rights of biological women, Ward wrote on the post. Pretending that trans women are not men who have a biological advantage and therefore place an undue burden on biological women is make-believe, and it is not science nor fact, she added. There you go. She's absolutely right. And this conversation does need to be had. By, By the way, by the way, the vast majority agree with her and agree with me and agree with most of you. 888-941-PAGS. Go to JoePags.com right now. Check out your favorite social media. Send me an email. We're back after this. This is The Joe Pags Show.